So, Jackie, the big question here is, are you having a hot girl summer? Hot girl summer! No, I'm having a hot hoe summer. That's the term I coined. I've I've decided to play fast and loose and make out with all the boys. I don't think I've ever been more proud of you. Thank you. To be quite honest. <laughs> but do you feel pressure, like, with the hot girl summer thing? Well... I mean, my hot girl summer, I've tried to hoe it up a little bit, but it I feel like my hot hoe ho summer consists of me looking at myself lovingly <laughs> in, in the store windows. Yeah. But, um, you know, if, if you think about the nature of the hot girl summer, it just means that you're feeling yourself. Right, because that was, that was my issue too. I was like, I don't entirely know what a hot girl summer is. Does mm-hmm. it just mean you're feeling yourself? Well, yeah. according to the people on TikTok, <laughs> and you know I love me some TikTok. <laughs> right. Um, the hot minute you spend actually, on it, right? <laughs> yeah, I I also need to bring up a friendship issue, Jackie. Uh, I, I send you exactly. a lot of TikToks, and you answer maybe once a week. Okay, so I'm probably the only person who has TikTok who does not check it regularly. I actually don't look at any content. I just create some stuff on it, and that's it. It's terrible, right? I'm literally I, the only person. No, but you know what? It's because you respect your time and your deadlines. There I, are just too many social media sites to check on a regular. I just do not have the time. So my team knows that Adriana, every day at about 3.30, Go I have my TikTok break. <laughs> you have a TikTok time? I have my little TikTok time. Um, I love me some TikTok. But I think what I love about the TikTok, now, mm-hmm. now I just like saying it. The TikTok. Uh, the TikTok is like everybody's just feeling themselves body positivity the queers are living out loud the lesbians are super hot um everybody's just speaking and living their truth and it's kind of beautiful it feels like it's a whole new world where people are far more accepting and tolerant so here's the thing is that representative of like the population at large or is that just like your little you know tiktok it's universe? my little corner of the world it's your little this is, corner of the world. i've curated it to be like this i'm aware that there's incel tiktok I'm aware that there is, um, oh my God, the one that was, the one that made me just want to murder people. There was a guy who made this TikTok and everybody stitched it in which he indicated that the maximum weight for a girl to sit on his face was 140 pounds. Is he a joke? No, but you know what I found really amazing is that the people who stitched it and responded, it just wasn't women being angry. There were a bunch of men who were calling him out for being an idiot. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Like, who? first off, 140 is really not that it's heavy. Nothing. Yeah. And also, like, what kind of bad experience did this guy have that he... Is, it's 140, not 135, not 130. It was very specific. It was very specific yeah. at 140. Like, what happened in his life? I want to know what the formula he's using. He, he clearly has a formula. Is Obviously. it like his body weight divided by two times, like, 1.25 you know, to the third power. Like, I'm trying to figure it out. You just got spreadsheety on me. Oh my God, you know how much I love when I get spreadsheety. I do. Uh, but I think what was interesting is, first of all, it helped me discover just how much men like to be, air quotes, suffocated. Mm. Uh, and it made me think that perhaps he was suffocated, but he enjoyed it less. He probably, he, like I said, I want to know the experience he had that yeah. made him decide 140. <laughs> that's that's it. it. That's all. But I do have to say... TikTok is very nice. Kind of, you know, with Twitter, it's just a lot of angry people yelling into the void. But I feel as if on TikTok, you can find little niches of safety where you see a lot of positivity and a lot of men talking about crying. Hey, Jana, it's because you don't like reading anymore. You just want people to make audiovisual content for you to look at and I listen lo- to. I like the dancing. I, lo- I know you like the dancing. 
here's what's gonna happen everyone in about a month's time i'm gonna get a video sent to me and it's gonna be adriana trying to do a tiktok dance and it's gonna be hilarious um i still have some dignity to <laughs> but one month <laughs> one month one month who knows <laughs> who knows where we're at uh so anyway, the whole point is we're all trying to have a hot girl summer. And I think like we just have to embrace whatever version that is. So what's the male equivalent of a hot girl summer? Like boiling bro summer? Are that, mm. No, I'm trying to figure something I'm, out. Like I'm seeing a cauldron. You know it's, what I mean? And witches? Hot, so it's hot girl summer. And is it like... Let's be honest though. I mean, are the guys really... I feel like the guys are still just wearing their usual t-shirts and their little hats and their little sunglasses. Whereas like... The, I'm the seeing like of, straight dudes are. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. God bless the gays. But I am seeing so many women who are just no bra, tits out, ass hanging out. I've noticed a lot of no bras. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if it's a generational thing. I don't know. But I think it's great. Yeah. People are just living their truth. You do you, boo-boo. Exactly. Although I'm starting to realize the natural shape of the boob is not so pretty in a t-shirt as much as I as I used to. That's because you have volume, Jackie. I do have, I do, I do play with volume. Yeah. <laughs> For those of us on the lower end of the scale where I don't have to wear a bra, I could just use but a couple you, of band-aids. No, but you, you legitimately could not wear oh, a bra. Easily. And it looks good. But I've seen some girls where I'm like, hmm, maybe a little, little band-aid, a little... A little duct tape would help you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little bit of... Re- just just even things out a little bit. A little bit of structure. Um, so what story from your hot host summer do you, do you want to explore today? So I want to talk a little bit about something that actually started last year in the middle of the pandemic. In, oh, right. In October I of already, 2020. I already know where you're going. Yeah. So what's his pseudonym to protect the innocent? We're calling him Beck. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, he was a match from Bumble. Um, it was in a bit of a low period. It wasn't, you know, the fall is a bit hard for all of us, I think. You know, some girls love that pumpkin spice latte life. Jackie does not. Jackie goes into, like, a massive funk. And I know why. Because I'm, like, I like to do sports. I like to be active. Winter's good for me. Like, summer's good for me. But, like, spring and fall, where it's, like, melty, gross, or wet, not so good. Long story short, matched with him. He's like a COVID seven, a regular five, mm. right? Yep. Um, but I was kind of okay with that because who are you meeting in the middle of the pandemic? This is also right before massive lockdowns. Things were getting really bad um, with the COVID numbers. So anyways, we had a great texting relationship. Um, really good banter back and forth this is the same guy with the belfie where you learned the power of the belfie yes this yes he was he loved my butt he loved pictures of my butt um you're right i explored the belfie um and the art of the belfie shall we say Mm -hmm. like with him quite a bit um it actually took a little while for us to meet up in person but like we were there was no rush there didn't feel like there was a rush um, although this kind of turned into a problem later on, which is I realized there's no rush in any aspect of his life. <laughs> right. But anyways, long story short, we met finally in person, good chemistry in person, you know, uh, we kiss on the first date, which is not something I would normally do during COVID. Like I literally spent the next 24 hours sitting down being like, am I patient zero for my friends and family in terms of COVID? I was not, I was fine. But yeah, things kind of we're good right mm-hmm. like we we had a couple of dates and then things heated up quite a quite a bit yeah. things got physical but then at one point 
after a physical situation, a sexy, se- sexy some sexy, se- yeah, some sexy, sexy time, um, he kind of just started to, he went from a boil to a simmer to just still water. And just to fill in as well, because you were fairly clear from the beginning with Beck that you found him interesting, the sexting was fun, yeah. but that you never really considered him long-term material uh, just because he didn't seem to have a lot of drive. So at the beginning, I was open to it, but the more I got to know him, the more I realized I'm like, oh no. It was like no motivation, none at work. No friends. No friends. Could someone explain to me why men over the age of 35, they don't have friends anymore? It's like they lose their childhood friends and they have no drive to meet new people. It's crazy. Well, I mean, you know what that is. What is it? Laziness? Well, no, but you know what I'm going to blame it on. The patriarchy. Obviously. It's been a while since we've spoken about the patriarchy. I know, but you know how much I love to bring it in when <laughs> I can. Uh, essentially, women, because we've had to confront so much and we're constantly being put into question, we had to develop relationships with other women Fair. to help us get through things. Whereas men were always taught by the patriarchy that to ask for help or to show weakness was a sign of a failure. You weren't a real man. Mm-hmm. So whereas the rest of us were clustering together like hoes before bros right. because we needed to, each other to survive, they were taught that if you have a lot of asking right. and weaknesses, then and having a lot of friends is considered a weakness because... You know, unless you're doing sports together, you're going to sit around and talk about your feelings. That's pussy, Jackie. But honestly, this this guy was like, oh, yeah, I sometimes see my friends to play hockey or go golfing. But like they all have they're all married or they're he didn't want to be a puss, Jack. He didn't want to be a puss. Like yeah. there, there's also some red flags that we'll discuss a little bit later on about him. But long story short, uh, like I said, it went from a boil to a simmer to like still water really fast. I kept messaging him and he didn't ghost me. He still messaged me back. But it wasn't the same messaging anymore. Popped up on your Instagram every once in a while. Would pop up on my Instagram, like my post, check my stories. And then every so often I would get a really weird like reply to a story. Something like, if it was a, I don't know, picture of me ice skating, he would say, oh, look at you go. You know, or something like Mm. really, really strange. So essentially, he was just keeping everything on a low, low simmer. Low simmer. And that's why you came up with the term. Backburner. He yeah. backburnered me. But then I started to do some research and I started to realize that this is actually a term coined by like. Oh, this is people. not you? I, I coined it. I thought, just like the bro zone and something else. I don't know what I it is. when that happened. Yeah, so I went online and then I realized that there was like a bunch of articles about like, you know, polite ways that guys are keeping you around, but they're not really into you. They backburnered you. Mm-hmm. So they just essentially, they keep you around, they don't ghost you. They still, like, will send you messages, whatever. But what they're essentially doing is saying, I'm not entirely sure. I still want to play the field. I want to still see what's out there. Mm-hmm. So that's being backward. And, for example, if I need to scratch a tiny little itch, perhaps I can just turn up the heat with Jackie yeah. and uh, get a little sunshine. Exactly. Little and, like, sunshine. more recently, uh, since I'm having my hot ho summer... Uh, so proud. I know. I'm beaming right what now. What can I say? I'm beaming. I'm just, I'm just like a slut, guys. And I've said that to so many people, and they're like, don't say that about yourself. I'm like, when was slut a bad thing? 
Like I'm no, but also you had a bit of a dry spell. Like, can we not celebrate the fact Listen. that you're not ha- that you're having a slight t- slutty time? Right. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, girl, it l- always come to me for that. He, right. I, there's some Number people. I have some people who like I can have this conversation yeah. with. And then some other people are like, oh, I'd be like, take it off. <laughs> Say, well, I don't. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll work it. on the sound, sound mm. effects. But anyways, more recently, he came back into the picture and he had sent me a weird message and I leaned into it and I was like, let's see where this goes. Okay, so you know what my big question is with backburnering? Yeah. Because obviously in my few years of dating, uh, I've been backburnered. I have backburnered. And what I always found interesting is whenever it was a backburner situation, these guys would still go through all the jumping through the hoops trying to convince me that they were, you know, ensorcelled by me. And I remember there was one guy that we were totally backburnering each other. So both, okay. And he would be like, I love getting to know you. I can't wait to spend... And I kept... Bullshit. Bullshit. No, I kept telling him. I'm like, yeah, bro. You don't, you don't have to work this hard. Here's the milk. Yeah. You don't have to work this hard. I know what this is. You know what this is. No, no, don't be like that. I hate that. Honestly, one thing I have to say is I'm so over guys being like, I'm not like other guys. I'm nice. I'm sensitive. I'm empathetic. If you were empathetic, you wouldn't be putting me on the back burner. You would be straight up saying, listen, I'm not sure I'm into you. Um, So right now, you know, this is where I'm at. Let's keep it casual Mm -hmm. if, if that, right? And I think this is what I this is what I'm trying to get around to is this second time with Beck. Because Jackie and I sometimes talk not with a podcast mic. But we've realized we're much better without the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of good jokes. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out a way around this, everyone. Exactly. Um, but what I found super interesting is this time around with Beck, you were totally honest. Like, there was no romance. Oh, it no. was like, I'm coming over. <laughs> and then after, you were like, hey, so how's your dating scene going on? And he was like all horrified by he it. He was horrified. And I wanted to be like, oh, honey... I'm pretty sure that since December, when we, like, the last time we had seen each other, I mean, I don't think you were, you joined a monastery and, like, decided to take upon you the religious life. Yes, but what I can't understand is, did he really, in some corner of his mind, think that he was still wooing you and he was upset that you weren't putting on a show? Or... I I think maybe. was he destabilized by the fact that you were calling a spade a spade? I think he was doing both. Spade! Spade. Spade is a spade. Yeah. Um, I think it was a little bit of both. I think he really was shooketh by the fact that um, that I, I just, I called him out on it. Like like I said, I'm pretty sure you weren't like living that religious life. And and he, he was like, oh, well, yeah, there was this girl right after you. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. When you were still sending me messages though. Cool. No yeah, problem. You know, so this is the thing. I I had kind of made this decision going in that, like, this was not my forever dude anyways. Um, that being said, though, we were compatible, uh, compatible, physic, com, compa- compatible, compatible, we, we were compatible physically. So, like, why wouldn't, you know, yeah, we have a little Keep bit of fun. But, like, yeah, no. And I think, I think it threw him off a little bit because after the fact. Well, you flipped the script. I flipped the script. And I put him on the back burner. And exactly. Whereas he thought that he was kind of in control of this mm-hmm. and that he was being the big man. Right? The big sexy man. Big sexy man. By being man. like, hey, Jackie. And Who it's... lied about his height also on his profile. FYI. Oh, him too? Oh, child. If they don't lie about their height, are they even men? No, this is mm-hmm. true. Um, I like that piece of advice that somebody 
we saw somewhere in one of our research uh, moments that um, I think it was on TikTok. Maybe on TikTok. <laughs> we probably, researched it on TikTok. Look in your inbox. It's probably there. Um, a guy who said, when you see a man's height on a dating app, oh, yeah, remove... automatically dedu- deduct three inches. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's about right. That's what I do every time. Now. There's like, I find it hilarious because I'm short. I'm five feet tall. Like, like I'm not tall. Um, when guys are like, oh, are you sure you're, you're actually five foot tall? Why would I lie about that? That's such a weird height to lie about. Like no girl wants to be five foot tall unless like the man of her dreams is five, three. You know what I mean? Like let's, let's call like, like, let's, let's be for real. It's Lord Farquaad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I love Lord Farquaad. Um, But it's this whole thing of, are we all not pretending we have eyes? Right? If somebody says he's six foot and he's actually 5'8", do you think I'm that stupid? Like, is that something I'm not going to notice? But, like, I literally have had guys be like, oh, you can't be five foot. I'm like, uh, then what am I? Then what am I? There's zero chance I'm taller than than five foot tall. Like, is it just they don't have conversational skills and they they think they're being cool? No, I think, I think they really feel like, like I'm going to call them out on their height when they're like, you know. You're lying to me, you know? I don't know. Who knows? It's hilarious. Long story short, I backburnered back, and I essentially um, was seeing other guys, going on other dates, having Mm -hmm. some fun, and he sends me, like, a weird message being, like, it was essentially an emoji of a guy being, like, where are you? And it's, like... Oh, right. But at the same time, he didn't send me any messages. No, of course not. So why... I'm not going to chase after you. You've made it very clear that, you know, you don't want necessarily something serious with me or even more stable because i it doesn't have to be serious but like if you want to see me on the regular you got to put some effort in obviously right and this is what i think is funny because i generally feel as if there are a lot of men who back burner women like women have rosters yeah oh yeah and men back burner but when you acknowledge the back burner like uh, many men are just terrible at back burnering yeah, because they don't know. Yeah, they don't yeah. know how to be nice about exactly. it. Yeah, my pandemic fling was a back burner situation, but we were both back burnering each other. Mm-hmm. And what I found hilarious was whenever we would see each other, he'd be like, "The next time," and I'm like, "Hmm, the next time." Hmm. All right. And I would I would play along. I'd be like, "Yeah, it's all good." But it's I love how they want to be believe that they're all tough when they're backburnering you. Yeah. And you're like, backburnering is not clean. Like, No, it if, isn't. Even if both people are aware of what's happening, sometimes a little bit of, of emotion can get involved. Sometimes, and it comes and it goes, and it ebbs and it flows. And I think they think that by backburnering, they're controlling emotion. But as soon as two bodies are touching each other, the lines have been blurred. For sure. And, and listen, I'm... Just because, you know, we're hanging out, just because we're canoodling. Yes, I used the word canoodling. Doesn't mean... Because you're 85 Because I'm inside. 85 inside, okay? Doesn't mean that, like, I, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But a little respect goes a long way. No? Oh, and you know my thing. It's yeah. just be upfront, tell me what's well, happening. Well, this, is, this and... is what really bothers me. If you're backburnering someone, you're not being upfront, right? You're not being clear about what it is. Well, this is it, because, like, another one of... I, I mean, we've all been backburnered, but 
there have been some back burners that they just kind of fade and then they come back and they're like, Hey, yeah. like, did you not think that I noticed you went from texting me 25 times a day 100%. to twice a, a week? So the more recently there was another guy that I was, uh, that I had gone on a few dates with and I was backburnered by him as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like the backburner queen. Like I spend so much time on that backburner. I'm like a perfect stew. You know what I mean? Like you're bubbling, Jackie. Bubbling. All you're the juices are there. Of tomatoes and spices. The flavors have really melded well together. But some shirisho, right? Spicy. <laughs> so all this to say that like I was backburnered by him as well, and I'm, it gets to the point where. I wanted to be like it's it's not like it was just not polite. It wasn't nice what he did, and he was he lied about it. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be upfront with you. I'll be direct. No, if you were direct, you wouldn't backburner someone. You would just say straight up, listen, I don't think this is working out, or I'm not sure. I just need time to think about it, and then take it from there. So, do you think? Here's a question for you. Uh, do you think that dating apps make it easier to backburner? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because I think part of it is that you think that there is a bevy of women out there waiting for you to, you know, they're, they're, they're just waiting. They're, they're profoundly excited by the idea of sucking your dick. Okay. Mm -hmm. When in actual fact, you're putting these women that are really great on the back burner because you think that there's other women out there when in actual fact there, there may not be. I think, I think it's a, I think it's a numbers thing because there's so many more women available or that you're aware are available you all of a sudden think i can back burner because i think there's something better out there and also <laughs> look at me getting back to this um the patriarchy <laughs> stop it junkie take me seriously i feel as if and maybe this is because i spend too much time on positive tiktok but i feel as if women are much more able now to say if you aren't bringing value to my life oh yeah I am not giving you access to who I am. Yeah, for sure. And with the pandemic, especially with so many of us experiencing such deep levels of peace that a lot of women are going into relationships with different expectations. Yeah. And and I think that that's a fair thing to think about as well, right? Like this idea of if you're not bringing me value, what are you bringing mm-hmm. me? And hi, patriarchy. Um, so a lot of men are also experiencing the fact, and this is like, I see this more in my age bracket. Um, if men aren't providers. Oh, but that's even in my age bracket. It's a right? huge problem. Yeah. I've had, well, so finish your thought and then I'll, I'll jump in. Well, but, but essentially that, like we were joking you and I today about, um, you know, splitting the bills and how much it would be nice to have a relationship to split the bills. And right. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, the only thing I'm splitting is a sandwich with myself that I'm eating later on <laughs> exactly. in the day. <laughs> um, and you know, I made the comment, girl, baby's making book. Right. You know, it's, I'm paying my own mortgage. I'm paying my own thing. I don't need anybody to pay my bills. I want company. I want sex. I want discussion. Yeah. The problem is that guys feel threatened by that a lot, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for me, when I realized it was, um, I started teaching university and college classes like pretty young. I was in my like late 20s. And the moment guys would hear that, it was like their boner, forget about they had bon- their dick fully disappeared. It yeah. went back within them and was like, we're going to stay here until she leaves. Like it was such a boner killer mm-hmm. um, because it, it meant, you know, that I was smart enough to be teaching university and college level. Um, I had my life together 
And that was a huge problem. And it's unfortunate because it's what this situation is providing them is a lot less pressure. Yeah. Can you imagine? I don't want you for your money. I don't want you for your car. Yeah. So now. I, now you just have to be likable. Right? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So I'm yeah. actually making it, I'm taking a lot of pressure off you. And yet the resentment is there. Yeah, for sure. And maybe maybe that's why they backburner because that is the only control that they have over us. That's fair point. You know? Anyways, all this to say, have you ever been backburnered? Oh, for sure. Are you the backburner girl? And like, is this a generational thing? Because, you know, Jackie and I have two decades covered. But is there must be a lot of backburnering. In- oh, in the 20s? I feel like that would be... I mean, but is that what they... Maybe that's ghosting? Ghosting is when the person just disappears, I feel. Entirely, I feel like right? I feel like if you're being backburnered, they're still replying to your messages. They're still somewhat like... Because I'm wondering, in the 20s, because everybody is technically in their fuck years, right? Yeah. Um, and there's so many options and there are so many people available because nobody's married, people aren't having yeah, children yeah. yet. Is there more backburnering or less backburnering because... Like, because for me, in my age bracket, there are not a lot of great candidates. Mm. And so... Um, there's really it's just (sighs) we're gonna do a full episode we're gonna do a full episode on that because adriana has feelings but uh if you'd like to disabuse me of my notions about backburnering or uh confirm uh confirm some of our thoughts let us know let us know and also what are some ways in which you've figured out that you're being backburnered you know Mm -hmm. like what are some telltale signs anyways let us know follow us on the socials the twitter the instagram And the Spotify. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Bye.